What up, guys? It's Rook here, drummer from Machine Gun Kelly, and you're listening to Sellouts, the podcast for MGK fans by MGK fans, presented by Pink Fox. Let's go! I am the Alpha Omega Black Flag Swanga. Welcome to another episode of Sellouts, the podcast for MGK fans by MGK fans, presented by Pink Fox. I'm your host, Mike Kyle, and today in the guest chair, uh, we got somebody that I've wanted to talk to since the start of Sellouts, all the way back in October. The one, the only, the king, dare I say, of MGK Facebook groups, Anthony motherfucking Lewis. What's good, Anthony? Let's go. How you doing, man? What's up? Um, great. I was um, really excited for this. You know, I've, I've been I've been waiting all week. Um, <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't think I was ever going to be on the show. You know, um, some of the people that you were um, interviewing uh, kind of wanted to get them their shine. I know some of the people you did the the thing where you were like asking people who would like to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of people that I was like, yeah, maybe they should get their shot, you know. Yeah. But um, I saw a lot of comments and they all wanted me. So I was like, you know, this would be a great time, you know, with with. with the rap album coming right around the corner, mm-hmm. you know, with me being one of the well-known people, I was like, you know what, this, this is probably the time we should probably do the show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, dude. The, the, uh, the, again, you've been on the list for a while and to be honest, I was a little bit scared to ask you, not going to lie. Uh, but the people were clamoring. They said, we wanted Anthony. And so God damn it, we got Anthony guys. So here we, here we are. Uh, yeah. and, and you're a bit of a different case, right? Because it's like, like just to like get it out of the way, like yeah, you're absolutely a fan of Kells and the band, but you also know them, right, to a yeah. degree. And so this is just kind of like a very yeah. more like inside baseball episode, a little bit, if you will. So we can still go through, you know, the normal gambit of things, but there's some other things I want to talk to you about because I got right. you in the chair. And I'm going to ask you some questions. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So l- l- let's do it, man. First off, you know. Were you like a fan first or did you get to know them and then that's how you were introduced kind of to the music and the whole thing? All right. So um, this story, how I actually got to, to meet them is, is kind of a long, I'm, I'm going to kind of uh, chop it up a little bit. Cool. Um, the first time I saw them was uh, the Tech Nine show, um, the Hostile Takeover tour. Um, and the girl that came with me, she's not a Tech Nine fan at all. So... Uh, we actually ended up leaving during Tech Nine set. So when we left, we saw this big ass laced up tour bus, and we were like, we were all late wearing uh, laced up shirts. So we were like, uh, let's take a picture in front of the tour bus. Well, uh, we go around to the other side of the tour bus, and Kells is out there. So, <laughs> so we got to meet him that night. He um, was really cool. Um, it was great. So fast forward probably three or four years later. Uh, I moved to Las Vegas, um, and I went to a show out here, and um, they actually remembered me from from back in Baltimore three years later, or, or three years uh, prior. Um, so I met Rook that day, um, and I met Dre that day. Um, so just from from being a fan to actually them remember me i was like wow that's that's amazing that they can remember one person three years later that was a fan you know Mm -hmm. and actually um on my facebook memories it was six years ago today that i met them so (laughs) so it's kind of like uh 
kind of crazy that this is happening right now, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then so I, I think that's cool, right? So you meet Kells, and at that point, so you were a fan first before anything else. Yeah. You know, you said you went to that concert, yeah. you know, wearing your lace-up shirts and, thing, and things of that nature. So f fan first, and yeah. I think it's cool, right? And it sounds like the way that this kind of all transpired was you meet Kells originally, and then you meet Rook and Dre, and it yep. just kind of like snowballed from there, where if you ever like met up or you saw them in concert the next time, you'd meet somebody else new, and then that's kind of how it all, right, was, right. How it all started. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, so that, if we're talking Tech 9, that's what, like 2012? 20, like that, because that is literally during the Lace Up tour. Like that was, like he toured with Tech 9 yeah. that year. Right. So, yeah, 2012, yep. Yeah, and so we, we do, we, we, got, we got another OG. 11 years ago. We got, we got another, how, cra yeah. how crazy is that, right? Like 11 <laughs> years ago, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat, man. I was, you know, 2010, 2011. So from yeah. where we were to where we are right now, how surreal is it? It's, it's insane. It, it's, it's, it's insane, you know. Um, I actually got to hang out with Rook and, um, Rook and his dad uh, Thursday. And we were kind of talking about like someone asked they asked the the question like how did I get to um, to meet them, mm -hmm. you know? And it's just it's just insane that like they are where they are now, you know. Mm -hmm. That that tour they were opening up for Tech Nine who um, who's an indie rapper, you know. It's not it's not like a an like a huge name, not like a Jay Z or or something like that, you know. So like to see them opening up for for someone that's not like a huge name to them selling out arenas. It's, it's insane. It's, it's crazy, you know? Yeah. And you know, on, on a personal level, how much like pride do you take in being able to have stuck around through the entire thing? Because I know people that, you know, where I you know on a similar boat that did fall off. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, people like us, we were able to kind of see it through all the way to the mountaintop. So, you know, on, 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 on that personal level, how do you feel about it all? Um, I mean, it, it's, it's wild, you know, you, you meet some of these people and it's like, every, I, I've been to every tour except for, um, the no class, uh, no low class mm -hmm. tour. Mm -hmm. Um, that was the only tour that I didn't go on. And it's crazy that every show that I see, there's people and they're saying, this is my first time seeing him live. And I'm like, man, like you're in for a show. I mean, this, this guy is probably as far as rap music goes, the best live performer I've ever seen, you know? So to see people and it's like, this is my first show. I'm like, man, this is, this is like number 60 for me, you know, mm -hmm. like the next one will be number 60. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's again, it just doesn't feel real, you know? The next it one for you is number sixty. Like, Wait, hang on. That's not an exaggeration. The, the next show for you is number sixty. Next one's number sixty. Yep. Do we have tickets for that already? Do we know where it's going to be? Do we need to throw a party? Anthony's sixty a show. We can get bottle service. Have the big like flashing sign. Oh man. Um, honestly, I I don't know where it's going to be. Um, I see that they're going to be in a festival in Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. My um, my dad's side of the family is is from that area, so I want to make it to that. But it was such short notice. I don't know if I'm going to make it. So 
um, if I don't make it to that show, then we have no idea when the next one yeah, is going right. to be. Yeah. So yeah, we got we got really nothing here confirmed for the states this year. You know, so you know he's spending yeah. he's spending the majority of the summer overseas in Europe. You know, just doing like that same kind yeah. of festival tour that he did in South America. Very very similar kind of style of right. thing that he's doing this year. But yeah, dude, I, w I wanted to go to Virginia Beach. It's only a short drive from me here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, but dude, like they weren't. Yeah. They only did like such a limited quantity of like single day passes, and so now if you go, you have to buy like the full thing, and it's like five hundred bucks plus travel. Eh, well, probably not. Pro yeah, probably not. So, uh, sixty, yeah, especially coming from Las Vegas. Yeah, you know, it's I don't I don't know if I'm gonna make yeah. that one. <laughs> uh, number sixty will have to wait, but in due time, we're for sure gonna get there, man. Uh, six, six, it'll, it'll be there. <laughs> sixty shows, like that's unfathomable to me. What's What's your favorite part about MGK concerts? Oh man. It's there's there's so many. Um I think my favorite part um would be um the line traps, you know. Uh getting there early and then meeting everybody, you know. Most of the people that do get there early, you know, they're they're obviously there for him you know it's not like someone dragged them out there to be there so we all have the, these type of vibes where it's like you know we're we're here for a good time we're here to meet people we're here to to, to party you know mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's just it's it's unheard of if if you go to a show and you've never been to a line trap i suggest you do it um certain shows such as like the cleveland shows um, people will camp out the night before. Um, usually what I do is I make sure, you know, everybody has drinks and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. cause it, it's, these shows are starting to get packed. They're starting to get crazy. I see people passing out all the time. So I want to make sure everybody's like ready for the show. You know, people that, that, that do these line traps, sometimes they're not ready. It's their first show. Sometimes, you know. And then they get inside and they don't even make it like the Las Vegas show. There was people that stayed out there all night and they didn't even make it to Kel's set. And it was like devastating. I was like, man, they they did all this and didn't even make it for the show, you know. So mm -hmm. I always try to make sure everybody's taken care of as far as food and drinks and stuff. So Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, doing that, I guess, repeatedly and just kind of like traveling because we, we do have a pretty good group of EST that travels well, I'd say. Have you yes. been able to like be, have you been <laughs> yeah. able to like like reconnect and really like form friendships with a lot of like those people that you see you know in several places several times a year? So many. Um, there's a there's a huge group of us. Um, my first uh, double Xmas was in 2017, um, and that double Xmas um, connected me with so many people. So now like. Uh, there's a good group of us and we're always like, all right, we're going to be at this show. We're going to be at that show. We're going to be at that show. So make sure you guys set your calendars and we're going to be at these shows, you know? Um, so it's always the Cleveland show every year. We always do that one. Um, and then usually we try to set them close to the Cleveland dates so that we, we, we can like do like five shows and then end them at Cleveland. So, um, I know some of them live in uh, live in the Chicago area, so we'll do like Wisconsin, Chicago, Detroit. We'll do those shows and then end it in Cleveland. 
Yeah, and just kind of like just kind of do like the mid, the typical mid Midwest run. Yeah, but um, I think the Hotel Diablo tour was actually different because he ended that tour in L.A. Um, and me living in Las Vegas, I think we just did like the we did the I think it was Anaheim. Um, and then we went to Las Vegas and then San Francisco and then uh, ended it in L.A. So, yeah. And, you know, Hotel Diablo was a little different. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, speaking of Vegas, man, you know, being in that spot specifically, that's such a cool spot for music because you do have the ability, right? You can go to Phoenix, you can go to LA, you can go to different parts of California. And obviously Vegas is its right. own, you know, slew of entertainment value there as well. So you're being able to, you know, see mm -hmm. these guys and kind of catch up with them, you know, honestly, probably like several times a year. So, you know, you just yeah. said you, Rook was just in town, you know, in Vegas, you're able to kind of meet him and, you know, catch up. What's up? What's that like for you at this point to where, you know, you know when they're coming into town and, you know, you get to kick it with them for, you know, a day or two? Oh, man, it's so like this, this past time uh, they were all here. I didn't even know they were going to be here or I didn't know Rook was. Um, they advertised that his dad was going to be performing actually in the same casino that I work at. So I was like, you know, what? I'll just, I'll just go pop in. Um, so I just decided to message Rook and I'm like, Hey, are you going to be out there? And he was like, yeah, I'm running late, but I'll be there. And I'm like, let's go. But, but it's like, it's crazy living in Las Vegas. Like, like you said, um, they do come here often. Like, um, he was here on my birthday weekend and he actually reached out to me and was like, Hey, I'm in town. If you want to hang out. And I'm like, yeah, it's actually my birthday. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, to do that. And that, that was like, it, it's unreal. You know, like, like we said at the beginning of the show, you know, I started out as a fan. So it, it's, it's still unreal that, you know, they reach out to me sometimes. I don't even have to, you know, and, and it's crazy. Um, Something I wanted to share. Um, I was waiting for the opportunity to do it, but I guess now is the time. There we go. Um, <laughs> the last time I talked to Rook um, on Thursday, he did say that one of the things that he liked about me was that like he can tell me things and he knows that I'm going to go, again, being an admin on a Facebook group, I'm going to go and tell them, look, like, you know, this is coming from their side, you know, this is where things are at. And, and you know, so I'm, a lot of times I'm going to get more inside information because of that. So, you know, it's, it's great that he does trust me to be the one to say, look, this is um, coming from Kells. This is where we're at as far as like the hip hop album, you know, this is where we're at. You know, we're going to get these things at this time, be patient. And then on the opposite side, you know, me being a fan, I can relate their sides of messages to them as well, you know? So that was one thing that Rook did say. And I'm like, man, that makes me feel good. You know, I can be that, that middleman from the fan side and their side. So it's like, you know, that's, that's something special that not many people could say they have, you know? If, uh, if, if anybody's a big sports fan, you're basically the Adam Schefter. Uh, of of, yeah. of of the band, you know, you, you got the hashtag sources, yeah. man. You got the inside scoop. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's something that I never thought I would have, you know, mm -hmm. from the beginning. Yeah, so. and it, it's cool that they do like you know trust you like with that information, and they you know, they they kind of like you know gave you that role. And you know, the one thing about this band is, and honestly, it's kind of all of them. 
more or less. They're all extremely mm -hmm. online. They may not comment yeah. on, on any and everything, but they have eyes in every single goddamn direction. They sure do. They sure do. It's, it's insane the amount of stuff that they know that we post or we complain about that we gripe about, you mm -hmm. know, or, or that we love, you know, it's insane that they know everything. It's, I was trying to show him some of the stuff that like people were doing as far as like, um, I don't know. Well, you're, you're in the, um, the Facebook group that I run. So, mm -hmm. you know, that I've been doing, um, uh, uh, the weekly or the daily, um, posts to try to get everybody ready and prepared for what's going to happen mm -hmm. next, you know, with the, with the rock albums blowing up as much as they did. Some of the fans don't even know, uh, that he was a rapper, you yeah. know, and it's, it's kind of crazy. So, um, I've been trying to prepare everybody for uh, the transition so that way um, they're not shocked or they're not like surprised that like, you know, he's going to this, this gritty rap, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, so, I love to me, like that's one of my favorite things that I've seen like in that group, you know, like the stuff you're doing there and it's just yeah. like pulling out the deep cuts or pulling out like the stuff where it's like, this is what we're going back to just yeah. to kind of make sure that everybody's kind of on, like, mm -hmm. on the same page. And honestly, you're building a lot of hype and excitement just from like the OGs who yeah. do want that, who do want that next rap album. So, I mean, that's, that's crushing, man. Right. Keep, keep going with it. Right. And, um, I've mentioned a couple of times the rap album that's coming, but don't get me wrong. I love my, I love my, my tickets to my downfall. I love mm -hmm. my mainstream sellout. I love, mm -hmm. I love that too. So mm -hmm. the, uh, just because I started with the rap and mm -hmm. I'm excited for the rap does not mean I don't like that rock because uh -huh. it's, it's great. And then, and I'm I'm happy that you know he did that because I grew up on on Blink 182 and and some 41. So for him to to do something like that, my favorite artist, you know, that's mm -hmm. insane, you know. Yeah. And for him to to get two number one albums, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like a it's like a. Good. Finish up. Go ahead. Good. No, I, I was I was gonna say it's it's uh, it's nuts. Like to think of where we were even just in 2019 with Hotel Diablo, yeah. which, which, you know, which, which we all, all love that album, you know, to where that blew up two years later. Like, to like mm -hmm. and it, I, it's not even that I want to say totally different sound because we, we've known, especially like through Bloom and some of the other stuff that he's been capable of doing it. But it's like, right, right. I, I love that you said, I, as much as I love the rap, I'm still like so glad that we got what we got because this shit just bangs. Right. It, it does. <laughs> it does. I can't say you took the words out of my mouth. It bangs. <laughs> mm -hmm. My Anthony, my, uh, my only gripe with you, and this is just me poking fun was that uh, I think it might've mm -hmm. been like a few months ago or so you made a post and you're like, move away from the color pink. You're like, I'll go to green, go to orange, go somewhere else. Yeah. I have too much pink. And I'm over here <laughs> thinking like, God, no, don't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i actually thought about your show um kind of like right after i said it i was like man like you know there's there's a lot of people that have dedicated so much to the pink so mm -hmm. you know i just looked at my closet and i'm like man everything i own is pink you know mm -hmm. <laughs> like let's go something else like my favorite color is orange so i throw the orange out there mm -hmm. but um but i was like man 
maybe a green era. Like I wouldn't mind having like a bunch of green in my closet too. You know? <laughs> so it, it is, but yeah, that's, that's funny. It's, it, it is crazy. I'm, I'm glad you saw that though. Oh yeah. Oh, I saw, I, I made note of that real, real quick, real quick. Uh, it, it is crazy, right? Just how much like this thing really did take over. Like it's like pink wise, right? If we just want to like just stay on this point yeah. for a bit and then we'll, we'll shift into something else. Uh, it's the question I get asked the most is like, what happens if he moves away from pink? And I'm like, it's just like the name of the brand. Like it's what we're at. Like we're sure it's yeah. always going to be at our core. But if you think of like right sports mm -hmm. teams, right? You're you're in Vegas, right? We got we got the Raiders and we right. got the Golden Knights out there. You know what if we did mm -hmm. like for example, if we did like a Las Vegas Raiders drop where we could do like a black yeah. and silver jersey and the trim on it is pink. Or if we want to go with the green, we can still do things where pink is like the third color in it and the drop is based around the color green. Guys, right, right. It's, it's okay if he moves from color pink. We'll be okay. I promise. So I just, I just want to take that opportunity to get that out there. We got plans in place, baby. Yeah, that's good that you said that because, I, I, again, when I made that post, I, I immediately thought about you and I was like, man, like, like this whole show is, you know, it's called Pink Fox, you know, so mm -hmm. it's like, you know, but uh, again, um, something that we do as um, as fans is we kind of like separate his growth into eras. Mm -hmm. So even if he does grab graduate like or uh, gravitate away from the pink, it's still an era. And there's still a bunch of people who came during this era, you know, so it, it'll never go away. The pink is here to stay, you know, even if it does leave, it doesn't actually leave, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you were the third person that has brought up the idea of eras, which is something that I mm -hmm. haven't like really thought of in that way outside of just like the basic, outside of, like the basic separation of we have... Anything yeah. basically pre-2021 and then anything after 2021. But if we were to really just kind of go through it, mm -hmm. right, we have like the OG, OG, like we have the mixtape era. Then we have the Lace Up, General Admission. Yeah. And honestly, every album now that I'm going through it is its own era. So for you, and yeah. obviously things are different and they're better for, for a whole list of reasons. And it may be a little worse for mm -hmm. another is what it is. What are some of your favorite eras? Oh man, um, and they're all great for the record. That's not to say that so, one is better, but you you, the, you guys get what I'm saying, right? Right. Um, I think, as much as I don't want to say it, I think the Bloom era to me mm -hmm. was probably the best, um, only because you know me being even me being one of the the OG fans, you know, I started listening to him in 2011, and um, that time I just didn't really find EST. Mm -hmm. until bloom came out you know um actually my first viral video was um again six years ago today um when i recorded um him performing trap paris for the first time um no one's heard the song um so i just recorded it while he was performing it and it went viral um i want to say casey um, was his photographer at the time and he shared it. Um, and then it just blew up from there. Um, so that was my first viral video. Um, and then I started meeting people in EST and I always knew EST was a thing, but I didn't realize how big it was until then I started meeting people. 
I started going to the shows again, um, 2017 was my first double Xmas. Um, and then I went to my first, uh, EST fest in 2018. So, um, that was the era where I really got to meet the people and I really got to, uh, enjoy everybody and where they're coming from on their side and how they became a fan. So, uh, Blue Marrow is probably my, the one that means the most to me. Yeah. And that's a great segue to, and to kind of talk about EST as a whole. So just like yeah. a very like simple yet impossible question is what is EST mm. and the fans, what does that all mean to you? Um, I guess it means, it means like literally what it says, uh, you know, EST is everyone stands together and, um, there's, there's countless times where, you know, someone's needed help. Um, I, th I think my first act of EST was, um, again, during this time, I had some friends and they were traveling, uh, for Kells and they got stuck in a state and they didn't have a car. They didn't have a way to the airport. So, um, I made a post and a couple of us put some money together. We got them all flights to get to get them to where they, they needed to go. And, you know, that to me is what EST is about. You know, like when he made this, this flag and he put these words on it, he was trying to change the world and he can't do it himself, you know? So, so the fact that he has this fan base and we rep it to the fullest and, and we show, uh, we show each other love and, and support that's changing the world. And that's what EST is. You know, everyone stands together. It literally means that, you know, mm -hmm. absolutely. And there's, there's nothing I could say that, that'll top that, that'll, that'll top that. Uh, but there's something I want to talk to you off air when it comes to kind of things of that nature. So I'll give you the inside scoop on that when we get off this. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Uh, let's wrap it up with this, Anthony, because we could be here forever. Legitimately, like this is a podcast we, where it's we like, could. oh, we, we could be here for, for hours. Uh, so maybe at some point in the future, we we'll, ha we'll have you back on for sure. Maybe when the, when the rap album drops, first guest, first guest after the album drops, who, who's to say, right? So let, let's wrap. Yeah, hey, I Good. I'm I'm always down. So um, I don't really, I don't really do anything on the, on the weekdays. So you know, I'm always I'm always available for for interviews or any questions that you do have. You know, you can always DM me. You know, cool, I'm man. I'm always open for this. You know. Cool. Gotcha. Thank thankful for that. Appreciate that a lot. So let's close it out with this, dude. Yeah, no we got five rapid fire MGK questions for you. All right. It's not this or that. Right. It, I'm sorry. It's not trivia. It's not a gotcha game. It's it's a this or that. So let's get into it. All right. Pink guitar. Right. Pink guitar from tickets or black guitar from mainstream sellout. Uh, black guitar. Ooh, nice little contrarian there. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. If you can only keep one MGK album, which one are you keeping? Oh, general admission. General admission, nice. If you can only keep one MGK mixtape, which one, slash EP, which one are you taking? Hmm. I do love some fuck it, but 
it's got to be Black Flag. There we go. Uh, for the upcoming rap album, if he could collab with any other artist, who would you want to see on the album? All right. Man. Also, if you have some inside like knowledge um, on this, like Pink Fox exclusive? Uh, I'm going to give you two. Okay. Um, I really want to collab with J. Cole. Okay. Um, I know I've seen some... Uh, some videos of him at the uh the jid concert with earth gang and all them so i'm like man he's, he's at the dreamville concert so maybe he can get the leader of dreamville you know the leader of est and the leader of dreamville so hopefully a j cole um but the other person will be polo g i think their uh styles kind of um are different but in the same so polo g and and uh j cole yeah being, a, being in North Carolina here, I would love to see that collab. Would love to see that collab between him and Cole. All right, yeah. let's go. Final, final question here. I asked this somebody earlier. I'm very curious to know your take. If somebody has never listened to an MGK song before, and sure it's dependent upon what kind of music they like and their style, but like, let's just go then. What are the top three songs that you're sending them? Ooh, I'm glad you said three because there's definitely. <laughs> That's why I opened it up. That's um, why I opened it up. All right. So, as far as people who just like raw talent and lyrics, um, Alpha Omega. Um, that's that's the one where most people are like, man, what's what's a song that I need to hear? I tell them Alpha Omega. Um, so that's number one. Um, number two. Um, my personal favorite, it's just, it's just a banger, um, El Diablo. Uh, that's the one where I got to put it in the car. Uh, I got to turn it full volume, you know, uh, just, just rock to that. And then the third one, um, it's the first song that I did. Remember I said, I, I did the series where, you know, I was trying to explain to some of the, the old, the newer fans where the older fans are coming from. Number three is see my tears. Um, that's one where, you know, he's, he put the fans, um, tattoos in the videos. He had fans in the video. So the third one will probably have to be see my tears. And there we have it, dude. That's one hell of a top three. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Anthony Lewis. Dude, thank you so much for being on the podcast, thank you. man. Lace up. Lace up. EST it, it was a pleasure. for life. That, thanks, dude. EST for life. Thank you all so much for watching or listening, whether that was on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or over on the YouTube channel. Like, subscribe so you don't miss another episode, and you can use promo code SELLOUTS at checkout at pinkfucks.com to receive 10% off of your purchase. We will see you in the next episode.